When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hello, podcast peeps. Welcome back to a podcast. Yes. So a few people have been asking us to do our wine times, yep. uh, which we used to do on our YouTube channel where we just talk about stuff, other stuff. Yeah. So if you are new here and you're thinking, what the heck is this? Um, we have a YouTube channel about beauty, yeah. <laughs> uh, unrelated to what this is about. Yep. But um, as a break, we used to do these sort of uh, wine time episodes. And uh, in the last couple of years, I feel like we have done everything that we enjoy talking about together, except for more Game of Thrones. More Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's the one topic that we both are really passionate about. Obsessed. And can sit around and chat for hours about, which is the key (laughs) thing about wine time. It's got to be something that we both want to talk about, and that's where it becomes quite limiting. But, yeah, so if you don't – if you wanted beauty – this Tune is out not of this beauty. one. It's not yeah. for you. This is Game of Thrones related. And we're going to be talking about season eight, which is the final season of Game of Thrones. And we're expecting six episodes for this season. And we're going to do an episode of Game of Thrones one time for every two episodes. Yeah. So for us, the second episode aired yesterday. Mm-hmm. I watched it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So did I. It was Fabulous. My fave so far from the season. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, fair. It's a fair call. So shall we start with episode one? Because that's probably the logical order to go in. Um, This was, I suppose, the episode of cold hard reunions yeah it was it was it was um so the the show it starts out with uh sort of a procession into winterfell and aria is watching everyone yeah and i feel like aria wasn't noticed by a single person uh but there's a lot of her facial expressions to let you know her feels about these reunions and I feel like there was a little hint at Arya being a faceless man in this particular scene because no one noticed her but she noticed everything that's true and that's definitely where her strong suit is I thought that was a pretty interesting scene because it mirrors what happened at the start of season one episode one yeah so it's pretty much everyone's come full circle so most people have gathered in Winterfell and the Starks are standing there finally reunited and they're welcoming the new queen. Yes. Which is exactly what happened years ago when yeah. they were little kids. And so it's interesting seeing the dynamics change. Um, and it was quite a powerful scene because they had all the like Daenerys soldiers yeah. all walking in a row. And then fucking boss ass she had the dragons fly over her head and i was like that is a boss move it was a boss move it was pretty powerful i, I was like woo i think i yeah i yeah, had a woo yeah, moment as yeah. well and i think aria also felt a bit woo in that one um i feel like it was a very calculated move 
by Daenerys. Yes, to she have was. Her... She was flexing her muscles. She was. She yeah. was. She's like, look at me. I am the one. Yeah, you didn't want me as your queen, but here I am, and here's my reason yeah, to be a queen. And uh, you don't, don't mess with you me. You don't get much of a say in this one. Um, so then we we get to see Sansa meet Daenerys for the first time. And uh, she's like, the North is yours, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty much like, I don't want you here. Yeah. But it is... A means to an end. Yeah, and it is rude for me to say anything otherwise. Yeah. So I'm going to make it known. I'm going to side-eye you and I'm going to make some, like, some cold comments yeah. welcoming you. But you know exactly how I feel. Yeah. Um, I actually thought the most touching part about that scene, I was really, really waiting for... Um, Jon Snow and Arya to meet for the first time yeah. because they were so bonded as kids. They were, yeah. And I was just like, oh, they haven't seen each other and they've missed each other so many times I throughout know. the seasons. Frustrating. That I was like, I just want them to meet and hug. I so I was really waiting for that, but she wasn't there waiting. No. She was off lurking somewhere. Um, but his reception to Bran was so was, sweet. It was beautiful, yeah. wasn't it? That hug was yeah. really lovely. Um, and he, he said to Bran, oh, you're almost a man now. And his response with almost, um, it, and it comes up a few times more in like the next episode where Bran doesn't consider himself even human yeah. at this point, which I thought was interesting. He sort of transcended. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to play out a lot more in the rest of the episode. So that's... Good, because it was a build-up for like five seasons or four seasons of him in that tree. And I'm like, come on, where's this going? I know. So I'm glad that it's finally getting somewhere. I'm just going to say this. um, Throughout the whole of episode one and even a little bit of episode two, most of my experiences were brand. I was like, this kid is just turning into a weirdo and I understand why they stay in trees. <laughs> yes. like, that, yeah, that, you just, that's yes. your place. <laughs> yeah. I get it. When this is over, we'll find you a tree. Yeah, you go you back can, to the field. <laughs> you can you can jump in that weirwood tree at Winterfell if yeah. it's still there. Um, but basically, Bran wraps that season, or that episode up, sorry, by saying, shut the fuck up, we've got stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's very um, – I think it's funny that he's come back to be quite influential. Yeah. And I also think it's really strange. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like everyone's just accepted what he's become. They have. I know. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it's very easy for us because we have watched his yeah. storyline. Yeah, can you imagine him coming back? I know, and having to explain to everyone over and yeah. over. And, and they're just like, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Um, anyway, then they they end up in the, I think the Great Hall or something like that. They're having a, a little bit of a, a get together, and uh, Liana Mormont. Yeah, we still got her, the yeah. little bear. She's still a firecracker. She's still feisty. Yep. Yep. Um, and yeah, they just have some discussion about what's to come next. Yeah, I think it's it's probably sums up this this particular episode and I think it's very different to the next episode we'll be talking about because this one was like it's almost bittersweet you're so happy to see everyone reunited at last but everyone's coming almost not under duress but everyone doesn't like 
their lot in life. Yep. They should have been, where's our king? Mm. Why did he bend the knee to the queen? Yes. Yep. You know, you gave up our home. Remember who your family is. And, you know, everyone is almost having to justify their position, mm. why they're important. And it, there's a lot of butting heads. Yeah. So I think that that sort of sums up this episode because yeah, they do come back and you're excited to see them, but no one's happy to see each other. No, they're not. And I feel like Daenerys joining Jon coming back to Winterfell was such a huge spanner in the works. Like it just really upset everyone. No one likes her. They consider her a foreigner. They think she's crazy. She's got dragons. She's she comes from a crazy yeah, yeah, a crazy dad. Exactly. So I think people are really, really anti Daenerys, um, which is fair because they've had bad experiences in the past. And they don't even know really who she is besides her lineage. Yeah. Who is she? Some some random girl that has dragons. Was lucky enough to have dragons. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and she's caused a bit of chaos as in her path as she, she as she has come yeah. up the ranks. Yeah, she definitely has. And I think in this particular scene, there was a lot of people who were like, "We we called you King of the North. Like yeah. we chose you." Yeah. And they are really upset now that they are having to potentially face the fact that they don't actually get a choice. And not only that, but you also see in that scene that Sansa talks about houses that have declined to join them. So people that have followed them for centuries have now said, no, we're no longer loyal to your queen. We were loyal to your king. And he's no longer your king. He's bent the knee. So we're out. So all of a sudden they're really massive army that they think they've pretty much covered everyone yeah they think they've got the lannisters they think they've got everyone involved just to help out to fight this big battle against like living versus dead yeah and now they're finding a lot of people pulling out yes um because they just don't like the leader which i totally respect that um we then go on to a scene with sansa meeting Tyrion. yes on the balcony yes and I actually almost forgot that they were married. Like, that's how long ago it was. It had been a long time, yeah. And it was the first time that they had seen each other since uh, the the wedding where Joffrey died. Yes. And she escaped with a little finger. Yeah. And he had to answer for why his wife escaped, essentially. And he knew nothing of what was going on. He was completely in the dark. Well, she didn't know too much either. Like, she knew sort of the plan, but she was also a really naive kid. She was, So she probably wouldn't have known And she was just lucky to be in the position that, well, lucky, uh, that Littlefinger wanted to take her away and use her for his bidding. Yes, but Um, she just thought he, he was... Someone wanting to help, help her escape, her. Yeah. but he had plenty of ulterior motives. He did, yes. which were quite sinister. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's gone through a lot. He's gone through a lot, and it was interesting them seeing each other for the first time. And once again, I think there was respect, but there wasn't there much was. warmth. No, it was very cold. And this is actually something that when I first spoke to Cat about this episode. I was a little bit taken aback by the episode. To me, it was very cold. Yeah, it was very cold. It was very cold. clinical, cold. And the and setting is freezing. The setting is There's freezing. Ice everywhere, yeah. And it wasn't everywhere. until I watched episode two where I went, oh, I see what they're doing there. Yeah. It's like they're 
They're coming back to the north. It's meant to be cold. It's meant to be weird. It's meant to be uncomfortable. It's jarring having to face people they haven't seen for years and also come back and share experiences or at least learn who people have become yes. because everyone's changed throughout these people this. they haven't seen each other Jon Snow decade. died and was revived like, like Arya and Jon Snow yeah. have not seen each other for 10 years yeah exactly right it's a long time and in that time so many people change so I think for me because you know we watch the series and we follow all of the characters as we go along you know who they are but when they're coming together they've still got to learn all of that. So and, for and me, they, it was a bit like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah, just go and hug. I know. But, just yeah, love just each other. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do think that this was sort of like the setup, like they're gathering everyone, they're bringing everyone together. Yeah. They're all, okay, whether it's begrudgingly or not, yeah. they're realising they're fighting the same fight. And, yeah, there are. it's like, who can I trust now? Who, um, how do I how do I interact with these people that I haven't seen for yeah. a long time might be my ex-husband. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. know, but I feel like it was sort of getting regrouping, mm. sorting out their shit. And then eventually seeing each other like for what it, for, for what, what it they is. are. And, what yeah. Is. And they're on yeah. the same page yeah. eventually, but that comes in, in episode, in episode two. two. One thing that I think is important mentioning when Sansa and Tyrion talked was that he was talking about when his sister arrived. Yes. And she said something like, what did she say? She said, I used to think you were the cleverest man, man alive. alive. Yeah. And it's clearly it's got to a point where he still has a lot of faith in his family. Yeah. And he still really trusts in what his family have said to him, whether yeah. it's correct or not. Yeah. And it's taken... Sansa, who has gone through so much shit, and even later on, um, Arya says to John, like, because John said something when they united finally, um, which was still a little bit cold. It was a bit. I cold. thought they were going to yeah, be warm when they when they united, but reunited. Um, but uh, she he said something like, "Oh, Sansa doesn't like Daenerys or yeah, something." Yeah, and Arya said, "She's the smartest." Person, person I, I know. know. Yeah. And I think it's almost got to a point where she's dealt with such horrible people yep. that she now doesn't trust anyone and has reason to not trust yep. anyone. So when she And at the core of it, that is the best I, way to be in this In this game situation. Of yep. Absolutely. So I think it shows that she outsmarted Tyrion when he was like, My sister's coming, he's like, You still believe that? Yeah. Like, are you fucking serious? She's not coming. She's not coming. And so I thought that was an interesting dynamic. And I think that also leads on to a lot of what the theme will be throughout this season yep. where the people that think they know the most will actually find that they're relying too heavily on their knowledge, on their knowledge yeah. and it's and going to be yeah, to their detriment. Their assumptions are going to be wrong. Yeah. Speaking of Cersei... Yeah. Um, she gets some action. She does get some action. Now, <laughs> Kyberg comes along and tells her the wall has been breached and she's extremely pleased about this. So she's still. Are we are we swearing in this one? Yes. She's still a cunt. Um, <laughs> she she meets with Euron and uh, the he, Golden Company. Yeah, and he just wants to bang her. Oh, he's just. Oh, he's he's disgusting. Um, 
go elephants. Though. No elephants. She's sad no about elephants. the elephants. I'm so disappointed. And she brings it up later in another scene. I know. Yeah. What do you think? She really wants those fucking elephants. What are you going to do with the elephants, love? Like, I, I just, yeah. I don't think she, I honestly, I will say this. I think that particular elephant thing, and I think the reason they come back to it a couple of times is because she also thinks she's smarter than she is. Yes. And she doesn't see the forest for the trees. And I, Elephants I, aren't going to fucking save you. And can you imagine yeah. elephant white walkers running around yeah, fucking I agree. people up? I do think that, yeah, I think this is another theme. I reckon she's going to, she's outsmarted everyone so far mm. and i think she's going to roll with that and yeah. it's eventually going to be her downfall yeah i think the elephant thing was funny um i think <laughs> i almost feel like she wants something large to go against dragons yes not that it's going to stop anything let's <laughs> be real probably eat the elephants yeah, they probably will they'll be like oh good finally a substantial snack. exactly Thanks, guys. i'm sick of goats yeah. and sheep but i almost feel like as well like the people that make game of thrones must be well aware of memes that yeah. come from it and i yeah. feel like they're like this is just going to be a funny meme let's just yeah. put this in because it's stupid i want my elephant yeah i want my elephant it almost reminds me of um i think it was was it last season where there was like a montage of sam in the library or something oh yes and yeah, i was just with like the, the shit and the yeah, books yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i always yeah. feel like you know there's lapses in the show where they're like we just want to have fun yeah like fuck it yeah we we don't really care yeah. like let well that we do care but we're sick of being so serious let's just have let's a little have bit of a fun little bit and of i fun. feel like the elephant thing might have been that yeah which i re- i respect it and it yeah. shows a little bit of like I don't know. It, it almost reminds me of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. yeah. I want my golden goose, Daddy. <laughs> I but I wanted my elephant. Like it, it reminded me of that. Like it is a bit nothing. Like that. Nothing pleases her. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's right. She is yeah. very much like that. So she does get some action with Euron. Pity fuck right there. Um, and but supposedly, from the vibe that I got, it was quite like yeah, it well, worked for her. I, I'm actually curious about this because Euron questions her, "How good was I, babe?" Yeah, and she's like, "You're all right. Like you were better than uh, my shit husband my shit that husband, didn't know his way around." But a wouldn't female. comment on the brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do wonder if she's just you know. Um, trying to make him feel good about himself well that's what it sort of feels like i almost felt like when he was sort of pressuring her and he she made a comment about um you know if you want a whore you can pay for pay one, for one yeah. if you want a queen you have to earn, earn her it. yeah and um but then it was almost like i think she was well aware that She's on a tipping point. Yeah. That if she pushes people away too much, yeah. she's got no, no one. one. And yeah. so she was like, all right. And she kind of like made a little like, yeah. looked at him and, and he's like, yes, it's on. Yeah. But it, it was a bit, one thing it I took It was a away, bit cringy. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I thought was interesting about that is she's pregnant with Jamie's baby. Well, I'm glad you bring this up. Yeah. So he mentions, I'm going to put a king. A prince a in a your prince belly. in your belly. Yeah. And she was like, hmm. Like, yeah. Well, I actually checked out her facial expression expression a few yeah. times because she was drinking wine in that uh, yeah. uh, in that scene. So I was a bit like, and look, I might be wrong about this. I might be reading into it too much, but I thought she had a bit of a sad look on her face when he said that. 
Yeah, maybe she could no longer have kids. Yeah. Like the that um uh, the Maggie. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. said you'll have three children and they'll all die. And they'll all die. Yeah. Um but they didn't so... say they'll all die and then you'll have another. No. Like so maybe she can't have kids anymore. Maybe, maybe yeah. she was using it to manipulate Jamie yeah. and the rest of and the people. Tyrion, yeah. Because um, Tyrion was like he said to Sansa yeah. she's got something to live for. Yeah, yeah. When they had their little reunion yeah. scene and uh she was like, Hmm, you believe that? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out for sure. Yeah, but I'm curious if she is pregnant and mm. she's drinking non-alcoholic wine. Yes, potentially. Potentially, she's going to manipulate him. Yes, into thinking that it's, it's her, it's his, his son. Kid. Yes, yes. yes. Yep. So there's a lot going on. She she will use that as a bargaining chip. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, so she's got any wise woman she, would. She hasn't got elephants. She's got a baby. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Then we go on to an interesting scene with Bron, and he's talking with his uh, ladies of the night, who are listening to stories about him fighting dragons and yeah. stuff like this. Well, they're barely listening. But yeah, they're not. They're not. They're, they're, they're gossiping. Not yeah. Well, you don't get three girls together and expect them to just want to talk to you. Let's be real. <laughs> I don't even care if you are Bron. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Um, but Kyburn comes in. He interrupts them. And um, he propositions Bron mm-hmm. with the crossbow that was used by Tyrion to kill his father. Yeah. And says that Cersei uh, wants him to finish them off if they're not the brothers. Yeah, the brothers. Uh, so if they return from to, yes, if they return from battle to finish off Tyrion and Jamie, and uh, he, what was his words? He says can't remember but it's along the lines of this family's fucked yeah which is fair (laughs) fair which is really fair um yeah so he she's sort of buttering him up with riches and whatnot um to infiltrate and then yeah kill the family which i think is very crafty of her Mm. because not only could bron get very close to them he could but also you know her father was killed by his son mm. so it was like the person that you least expected and the person that you trusted yeah and so she wants the same thing to happen to her brothers yes so it's almost with the like same weapon. with the same it's weapon very, yeah it's poetic yeah. Yeah. it is poetic yeah. Yeah. yeah all right then we we see yara and yara is on um euron's boat she's being held captive and if you didn't know this about euron he cuts out the tongues of all of his uh semen so they can't make a noise. And Theon uses this to his benefit and he wipes out the whole ship and he rescues Yara. Now, Yara's a bit annoyed and headbutts him and then helps him up and off they go. They actually steal his fleet. Good. From what I gathered. Or, yeah. A, a couple of ships. Yeah. There were three ships. Potentially, maybe they weren't his ships, but that's what I took from it. Um but Yara is going back to take the Iron Islands mm-hmm. and Theon basically calls her his queen. Yeah. He um, accepts that she should take leadership of the Iron Islands and he says he doesn't want to go back. He wants to go and fight for Winterfell and she gives him his blessing. And I personally, I thought that this was one of the warmest scenes from the show yeah um it was still quite cold but 
Yeah. It was nice. It was I'm glad that they've survived. Yeah, and it's good that Theon finally, you know, got his shit together yeah. and helped out his sister. Yeah. But she made a good point. She she said that she wanted to take back the Iron Islands because when the White Walkers come, like... If, if they fail, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, and, well, I suppose if they have dragons and stuff, they can yeah, definitely they can get onto get an island. Yeah. But theoretically, unless they can walk through water, yeah. they are relatively safe. I'm not sure safe. that Yara and Theon would know that he has one of their dragons. No, no. No, they wouldn't. No, because um, I think either early in that episode or... Yeah, I think early in that episode, Bran mentions yeah. it. The, but, the wall has yeah, fallen. But and no the, one else no knows one else that. Knows. The only way he knows that is because he's seen it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Next we see a scene with Davos, Tyrion and Varys. And they're talking about Danny and potentially what's going to happen afterwards. And Davos suggests that Danny and Jon get married. And everyone sh- thinks it's a shit idea. That's fair. It's just, it's a no from us. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so look, I think the, the seeds are, people are trying to plant the seeds, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. I just, well, I think there's other reasons why it's not going to happen, but I think people are still reluctant to see those houses merge, I think is the, probably the biggest issue there. But then it's sort of the next scene, it is John and Daenerys and they're with the dragons and, you know. Talking about dragons, yeah, touching dragons. They don't like it in the north. Yeah, Ugh. they're not eating enough. Yeah, um, and then of course, John asks to attempt to ride one. Yes, yeah. And what will happen if they don't allow him to ride one? Yep. And she pretty much says, "Well, it was nice knowing you." Yeah. Um, but he gets on and he rides one, and it's a semi cool scene yeah semi comical scene like it looks like a joke riding a dragon does a little bit but there's some good like cg action and some like you know they're going off almost like a cliff and then down Mm. really you know sharply it's Um, a roller coaster it's a roller coaster they're getting their a lot of people like the scenes with the dragon so yeah you know they're giving people what they want um and then they land in an area where i believe he used to go hunting yes and um they you know there's they're getting a little bit romantic and a little bit like, oh, if we just didn't go back, no one will be able to find us yeah. and isn't it beautiful and whatever, whatever. And she sort of propositions him to get it on and the dragon's like staring. <laughs> the dragon's giving him a look. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was funny because it's sort of like when, um, you know, have you ever been in a situation where like you're getting it on with someone and there's like a dog just staring yeah, at you? Yeah, just looking at you. Or a cat yeah. just staring at you? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And you're like, stop it. Um, stop looking at me. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was a bit, that was quite in good humour, I guess. Um, but then they fly back. But the main thing about this scene besides the fact that it's showing that Daenerys is has a soft spot for Jon because leading up to this we've pretty much seen her um love one guy and sort of use a lot of people yeah like everyone that comes across her falls in love with her yeah but and she's just like that's nice thanks for fighting for me move on like Mm -hmm. she's sort of takes it and uses it and spits him out. Yeah. Um, so, And I think the only one who left of his own accord was Dario Naharis. He was yeah. like, I'm out of here. You're fucked. Yeah. I think yeah. he saw the forest for the trees. Yeah, but the only person she seems to actually have ever cared about is Carl Drogo. Carl Drogo, correct. And yeah, so I, I feel like she was a bit hardened after that situation, mm. which is fair. But 
Yeah, every time someone, someone, it's like they see her and they're like, I'm in love with this lady yeah. and I'll follow her for the rest of my Falling life. At her face. And he's, she's just like, thanks for the support. Yeah. Like that, she sort of friend zones them and yeah. but manipulates them into like following her yeah. um, and doing things for her. So I think this is a time where you start realizing, okay, she actually is starting to have feelings for John. Yeah. I yeah. like, I still think in, okay, in episode two, you see it a lot more. Yeah. But. I still at this point was like, are you just using him as well? Like, mm. come on, lady. It's fucking, that's Jon Snow. Don't fuck I know. with my Jon Snow. You don't fuck with Jon Snow. He yeah. is the character. It's yeah. not you. Don't get it twisted, bitch. Yeah, exactly right. So <laughs> Dragons or no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care. He's still rad. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think this is the time where you're supposed to start seeing the softening of her yes. character. Yeah. Um, and it also shows that, why can he ride a dragon yeah. when only Targaryens are meant to be able to ride dragons. Exactly. Yes. So it sets up for is the next scene or with um Well, we had a little bit of like there was a couple of sort of small scenes in there and one that I think is important to mention because it's going to come up in episode 2 when it's going to lead to something that's very 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 important. Arya gives Gendry a weapon wish. Now, yes. she calls it a wish because Gendry, um, look, back when Gendry found out who Arya really was, and I think this is episode, uh, sorry, season two or three, yeah. um, he he says, he calls her my lady. And um, Arya always says, don't call me that. And uh, in this particular scene, he says, um, whatever you wish, my lady, or something like that. And she hands him a drawing of a weapon and she says, this is my wish. Mm -hmm. And he looks at it and he, he kind of, I think he sort of fobs it off a little bit. He's not super interested. I don't think he, he doesn't realize what Arya is capable yeah, of. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, I think it's supposed to be implying that he's, undermining her yes. abilities yes. and is like, you don't need this weapon. You're going to be down in the crypt. Correct, yep. correct, yes. The next scene we have is probably, I don't know, this made this hit me in the feels. I was like, this is really sad. Um, but it was acted really well as well. It was so good. Yeah. Sam was fantastic in this. So Sam is in the library, I assume, or I don't know. Yeah, maybe somewhere. In the, in the maesters section of Winterfell, something like that. And um, Daenerys comes in with Jorah Mormont and um, she's basically there to say thank you for Sam helping Jorah with the grayscale. Yeah. And um, he, she asks Sam if there is anything that she can do for him. And he says, well, a pardon would be nice. Yeah, yeah. And she questions why he needs a pardon. And he says, well... I stole some books from the Citadel and there's a very cute moment where Daenerys turns around to Jorah and smiles at him like, yeah. this kid is so sweet. Yeah, like, yeah. She, you can tell that she is currently having a very endearing moment towards yeah. Sam. And uh, he then goes on to mention that he stole a sword and she said, from the Citadel? And he said, no, it was my family's sword, Longclaw. And um, no, it's not. Is it Longclaw? No, that's no, John's. that's John's. It's Heartsbane. It's Heartsbane. I know. Um, so then Daenerys questions, like where this sword comes from, and she works out that uh, Sam is a Tali, and she tells him 
that she killed her his father because he didn't bend the knee because he didn't bend the knee of all the stupid fucking things um and sam is visibly upset and he says well at least i'll be allowed home now that my brother is in charge in charge and then she goes on to tell him no He's also dead. Yeah. And I... He was also backing up your yeah, dad and... And I... Killed them both. I killed him too. Yeah. And this is probably the moment where you see Sam really, like, heartbroken. You can yeah. tell that he obviously did have a lot of love for his brother. Yeah. And they probably did have a good relationship because looking back at his... Uh, his name was Dickon? Rickon. <laughs> There's a running joke in that show where they make fun of his name and I could never remember what it actually was. I like was. Dickon. Let's Dickon. go with that. Um, and he always seemed like actually quite a nice person, not as uh, cold and hard as his father. So I think that really upset Sam. It was, I don't know, that was a bit hard for me to watch. Yeah, it was hard. But I also think that that scene sort of showed her as a ruler. Yeah. And, like, in some way I respect that she didn't just walk off and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Like, I do respect that she was straight on and said, look, yeah, I, I killed them and this is how it happened. But at the same time, I think... It's like she's got to be confronted with the fact that she's a ruthless killer. Absolutely. And I think in that situation, this is another one of those scenes that made me really dislike her even more. Well, I've been like that through all yeah. seasons, and, except for maybe season one. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I've been growing that way, watching her be very almost like petulant and demanding and yes. my way or the highway. But I, I want to play like, elephant yeah, daddy. She's just I feel as like as she's Cersei. really like ramping up to that. And, because there was an absolute lack of compassion or warmth or any sort of remorse at seeing someone who has done a, an amazing thing for her by saving Jorah's life. And then she's like, well, I killed two of your family members. So Oops. oopsie daisy. Yeah. Like there was nothing there. Yeah. And I was just like, you're a cold, cold bitch. Well, I, I do agree with that. And I feel like that's going to be her downfall yeah i agree um and i think that's also possibly going to lead up to a turn where it shows how much she's willing and i i understand that like if someone's taking over a castle or something yeah you've people, got to... like you do that that happens yeah but because she does it quite regularly and she does whatever's in her power to get her way yeah i feel like it's leading up to her having a tiff with John yeah. when she finds out the truth about who he is. Yeah. So, you know, she's. It's, I think she's almost going to shut down the emotions and she's just going to fight for what yeah. she she's gonna believes be, is right She's going to be completely cold. Yeah. And I honestly, I think that's going to be her downfall. I Look, I made a little prediction that they're setting uh, Daenerys up for um, a celebrated death. So eventually she will die and watchers of the show will actually be quite happy because they'll be like nah she lost the plot in the end yeah she wasn't going to be a good ruler she had to go go. so i think that's what's going to happen uh anyway back to this sort of final scene uh with sam and jorah and daenerys in the i don't know let's call it the maester's quarters um he basically excuses himself and he 
goes out into the courtyard of the castle and he stops because he sees Bran. Bran is sitting out in the cold uh, like a real creeper and he asks Bran, what are you doing? Mm. And he says, I'm waiting for an old friend. Yep. And um, then he says to Sam, uh, it's time to tell John the truth. And Sam says, uh, I think there's better coming from you. You're his brother. And he says, Sam, uh, Bran says, I'm not his brother. Mm. And um, I think that's that's a, a telling little thing there because when Arya and Jon were in the Godswood mm. and they were meeting up and they were talking about family and Arya was hugging him and he said, don't forget that we're family. Yeah. So I feel like Bran is really, really detached from any form of human anything yeah, I with think, his family. I think he is, but I think that's also because he's transcended his he body has, to yeah, a different I being. Think, yeah. But when going back to that scene with Arya saying, um, you know, don't forget. don't forget that we're your family. I took that as being that John may have the tendency to run off with his emotions. Yes. Yeah. And pursue something like Daenerys. Yeah. Uh, at the cost of his yeah his home potentially and I although think... I believe Arya and Sansa do know that he is meant to be a Targaryen because no, they... no no I don't know if they do know I don't think they do know as far was... as I've seen they haven't known anything interesting yeah I don't think they there do was know. a moment in season seven where Arya Sansa and Bran were think they were all in the god's wood and he was like i've got a lot to tell you or something like that yeah but it, but whether we they, don't know we how don't much know. he knows yeah, or how much they know they know yeah yeah because he might have been like it's not the right time to tell them or yeah. whatever it might be but i've just felt like that they were kept trying to um drag him back to reality saying yes like keep his yeah keep him grounded yeah keep him grounded and say like, we're your family yeah help fight for our, our family. family. Like, Don't worry about fucking her and yeah, her dragons. Yeah, ex- yeah. yeah. let yeah. her go do her shit. Yeah. She's not our problem. Yeah. You know, you have to remember where your loyalty stands. And yeah. I think that's what was... Because I think Sansa said it at some point to, to him. He, and I she think, did, yeah. Yeah, and I think Arya echoed that to him. So I really feel like it was sort of like, don't don't go off in your emotional state where you're on dragons and yeah. you're, you know, having sex in the snow or whatever yeah. you're doing. I know that's fun, yeah. but... Fight for your fucking family. Yeah, because that's what's at hand at yeah. this point. So anyway, Sam accepts the challenge. Challenge accepted. And um, he goes into the crypts to find John. And he tells John, did you know that Danny killed my father and my brother? And John did not know. Yeah. And the first person to say, I'm sorry that happened to Sam was John. Yeah. And I thought that was very telling. Very telling. Yeah. Very interesting. And then we get the bombshell. Yeah. R plus L in fact does equal J. So Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark were married and they had a child in wedlock and that child is Jon Snow, also known as Mm, Aegon Targaryen? Yeah, I think it's yeah, Aegon, Aegon the third or something. Yeah, I think so. Third of his name, yeah, I think yeah. Sam said. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was, like, I just thought John's re- like response to that was really funny. Because <laughs> it, was. it wasn't like, wow, that's 
that that's makes a, sense. Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's, that's huge. Yeah. It was. Are you telling me my father was like has been lying to me? He's the most honourable man I've known my whole life. That kind yeah. of that, yeah. that was his original yeah. reaction. Was like, are you doubting my dad's words? Yeah. yeah. Don't you know Ned Stark? So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was funny. It took him a while to actually process process it. And yeah. I think you know the fact that um, he was then told that Bran yes knew about it, and then yeah. it was backed up by the books yes. that Sam found. Yeah. Um, that he started to go okay processing is- it factual yeah yeah right so john's in shock sam's in shock um we've got creeper waiting in the courtyard for his old, old friend old mate yep um but we've got to join tormund and uh beric dondarian over at the umbers castle which is i don't even know what it's called no it the matter. umbers castle yeah um umberville umberville that's it <laughs> gosh how could i forget that <laughs> Uh, so they go in, they're scouting things out, there's blood patches everywhere, but not a body in sight until they get into the castle. And uh, I love oh, this scene. Such a funny scene. Hilarious when uh, Beric Dondarrion's like, look out, he's got blue eyes. Yeah, and yeah. Tormund's like, I've always had blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I love Tormund's it. The, great. The tiny bits of humour yeah, in the it, episode were really lovely. Yeah, I think it, but that's what I think Game of Thrones has done throughout the whole Season, seasons. Uh, all of yeah, them. Yeah, all of them. They've added in, like, it's, it is, in. if you look at it, it's quite dark themes. It is. But they've is. added little injections of characters that are funny, even like Tyrion, yeah. Tormund, like, they just inject a little bit of lightness. They do. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's it's done subtly. It's not. It's not ridiculous. It's not tacky. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, not it's tacky. funny. It's really, it's smart. But it's also funny though because, like, he diffuses the sort of he does. situation. The stress. But yeah. then they walk into something that is actually fucking terrifying. That was, that was that majorly was fucked. fucked up. There is a small Satan child <laughs> stuck to the wall yeah. that's screaming yeah. and actually no, has originally, blue eyes. Originally it's dead. Originally it's and dead. And it's surrounded by like a spiral, this of long arms. spiral of arms yes. and limbs hammered or stuck on the wall. Yeah. And it creates almost, like you've probably seen the show, but almost like what looks sort of like tentacles in, a, does, in yeah. a design. Yeah. But it's fucking creepy and it's a throwback to the first yes. scenes of season one, episode one, With where the they horse. find similar things. Yeah. And in, the body parts yeah, in the Yeah, and the, the body spiral. parts in, yeah. in the snow. So there's a lot of uh, symbolism, White Walker symbolism yeah. with that. Um, and the the little Satan spawn child comes back to animation, we won't yeah. say life, and he's screaming. Yeah. Um, and Blue they set him on fire. Piercing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they, they <laughs> burn like, him. Fuck that. And then the fire spreads throughout the tentacles. Throughout the arms. Yeah. That, that was cool. a really cool scene. That was, it was really, really fantastic. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that's definitely one of the standout scenes. Like a lot of people probably said from this episode, you know, oh, John flying the dragons. But I'm yeah. like, the creepy kid with fucking tentacle arms was yeah, rad. That like was, that was that was a really good, yeah. effective scene. Yeah, very yeah. effective. And it shows that they're like, they're not just um like ruthless but they're almost cunning as well yes. like leaving these sort of symbolic looking yes. things and that, like we're coming for you and that wouldn't have taken five minutes to no. create let's no. be real they probably They've spent five hours time. chopping off arms and yeah. sticking them to the wall they're they're trying to send a message that, absolutely and it's an interesting one yeah yeah so i thought that was pretty cool but it's almost like if i'm going to look into symbolism 
I don't know anything about. But like the kid that's come back to life, and it's like he's sp- spread it's his spreading. tentacles yes. out. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, they say the children of the forest uh, created, created them. them. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, there must be some. I've. I will say this about this particular season. I'm so excited to potentially learn what the fuck is going on with the White Walkers. Yeah. The what, the when, the where, the how. Like, bring all of it together. Yeah, and I think that's important, though, because I fell in love with the show from the first scene. Mm. From the scene with the White Walkers in the snow and that girl with the The eyes. eyes. And... And then you don't see anything for like four seasons. I know. And you're like, was that actually? Is that actually coming is that back? A, a relevant thing? Is that actually, or... Was that just a, a way to like, yeah, get us into the show? Yeah. Um. So it's good that they've started finally answering questions. those questions. Yeah. We finish up episode one, uh, watching people walk through the gates of Winterfell, and there is a person on a horse with a hood. With a hood. Mysterious man. Mysterious. And uh, this person enters Winterfell and jumps off his horse and he pulls back his hood and it's Jamie Lannister. I love Jamie. I love Jamie too. I think his character's look, he's done it all. He's fantastic. But Jamie turns around and he makes eye contact with his old friend, Bran the Creeper. <laughs> Bran in the bushes. Bran in the bushes. <laughs> that's that's right. Um, and that's it. It ends there. Episode two opens with Daenerys being self-righteous and a fucking <laughs> bitch towards Jamie. Um, and look, maybe rightly so. He did try to kill her. Yeah, and she did... She did point out, uh, look, to be fair, I understand where she was coming from. She's, he killed her dad. Yeah, yeah. And there's, they've been told throughout her whole life about this asshole that yeah. killed her dad and ruined Who the family. didn't deserve it. Yeah. And, yeah, and he was actually, you know, supposed to be working for the dad yeah. to protect the dad. He's but a he traitor. He's a traitor. Yeah. And so she probably blames mm. her whole life. On him. on him. And all of a sudden he walks in and he's like, hey guys, I'm back. Yeah, let's hang. Yeah. yeah. So I understand why she was so... It's like you could tell that she was like enraged by yeah, him. Yeah, she was. And um, I think everyone pretty much was enraged by him except for Tyrion. Yes, Tyrion And, and someone him. else, which we'll yes. get to in a second. But Tyrion... Look, and I, I've always thought the relationship with Tyrion and Jaime were really sweet because even though they might not have seen... Eye to eye. Yeah. Ooh, boom, tish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, you know, they might not have seen eye to eye with a lot of things they did and a lot of the ways they conducted themselves. They always had each other's back. Yes. And he, he even helped his brother escape after, after killing he, his after father. After he killed his father. Yeah. So, you know, they've always had a really strong bond. Um, but you see the moment where um, by Tyrion standing up for his brother, Daenerys has turned on Tyrion. Yes, and it yes. just shows how quick she is she to is. switch on people that yeah. have dedicated their whole fucking lives to her. Yes. Yeah. That's And that's another thing about Danny. She's... Um, a bitch. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> um, but Jamie stands his ground on this one and he says... I've always wanted to fight for the living. Like I fight for the living. Yeah. And but he, that's why he killed her dad. Exactly. He but doesn't. He's he doesn't great, publicize though. that. He enough. doesn't publicize no, that. He doesn't enough. toot his own he, horn. And he didn't in this um, particular scene either. He didn't stand up and say your dad was a crazy fucking nut and, and he, he was, was trying burn to kill everyone. everyone. Yeah, yeah. So it's 
kill or be killed. Like, mm. what do you want me to do? But um, Bran has another very strange little weirdo moment. Um, he says, uh, the things we do for the people we love, which is what Jamie said to him as he pushed him out the yes. window in yep. episode or in season one. Yeah. And I think that might have even been episode one. A lot happened in episode one. It did. It, po- it was just like, it was. Yeah. It was either episode one or episode two. Yeah. Like it all happened very, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, it happened very quickly. Um, and then Brienne stands up. Oh, I love Brienne. And she backs up Jamie. Yeah. And Brienne is talking to Sansa mostly in this speech. Yes. And essentially the crux of it is she says, you wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for Jamie. Yeah. Because he armed me, he armoured me, and he sent me off to save you, to find you after he made an oath to your your mother to bring you home. Yeah. And he did that. And he did. He actually delivered on that. And in the process, he gave up his fighting hand. Yes. So to defend her, he actually got injured and, but he took it because he knew it was the right thing to do. So, you know, he has time and time and time again, redeemed himself. And I think especially if you've read the books, he is such a strong character. He is. He's I love him. He's so good. But, um, I just think that because He's hit a point where he knows so many people hate him, but he's just trying to silently do what's right by the people around him and live the rest of his life doing the right thing. Um, reminds me a little bit of Red Dead Redemption too. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like, oh, emotional. Um, so he ends up, um, he doesn't toot his own horn. He doesn't no. need to. No. He's like, no one's going to listen to me anyway. No. And, and I don't want to be that crazy person going around being like, but your dad was a bastard. I know. That He's just like, a... I'm just going to just lead by example. That's a beautiful thing about Jamie. He sees his mistakes and then he tries to right them. Yeah. And he's made no... And he owns his mistakes he as does. well. He does. And look, he does what needs to be done to get the job done. Like he killed his own cousin who uh saw uh not side uh, squired for him remember yeah, when he yeah, was yeah. in the like he was being held in the yeah. camp the start camp and he killed yeah. his cousin or whoever it was like he does what he needs to do to get the shit done but he as he's gone through his story he's improved himself and he's grown yeah every his time. moral compass has changed yeah, yeah, it, yeah it has it really has and he's really he really bonded on a almost non-verbal way with Brienne like yes. they always joked and they always like you know shit stirred each other but yeah. you could always tell that there was love yes. and respect yeah. and admiration behind it yes. so it was almost like an unspoken thing and there's actually a scene later in yeah. the show and I'll mention oh. it now just so I don't forget um where Brienne comes into the room and he stands up really quickly yeah. and says, my lady. And yeah. I was like, oh, he loves her. Yeah, it's cute. He really has some mad respect for yeah, her. He does. It's very, very beautiful. Um, so anyway, basically Sansa's like, all right, Brienne, if you trust him, I, I trust, trust him. you. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like this, he can stay. Yeah. And um, Daenerys is like, what does the Warden of the North think? And he's like, yeah, he can stay. <laughs> he's like, he, he's pretty much like if there's another person that yeah wants to fight, fight for the cause, let him stay. Let him stay. And um, Sansa stood up and walked off. John stood up and walked off. And Daenerys stood up and looked around like, oh fuck, everyone's left me. 
yeah, good. and then walked off. And yeah. I think it like yeah, I think that's going to be little foreshadowing. I'm clutching. Yeah, I'm clutching. Well, they do these. that kind of thing. I think it's a bit of foreshadowing. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's it's important because Sansa. Okay, she stood up for what she believed in, and I think this comes back to the fact that she's becoming more and more smart. Mm-hmm. And if you, if she be- trusts someone, um, she trusts them wholeheartedly, yes. and she lets them make their decisions yeah. and will trust their decisions, which, which I think is great. Um, I also think that it shows that she doesn't give a shit what Daenerys is saying. No, she but doesn't. It was interesting that Daenerys didn't shut her down like, yes i know it's like she's but like okay like after that scene yeah she actually has uh, a chat with her she well yes there's a scene later on but shortly after leaving this particular room with the Janie situation she is in a hallway and she berates Tyrion. yeah she says um if you can't help me get the job done or if yeah. you can't help me get my throne i'll find someone who can yeah. Yeah. so she is actually taking out her anger on Tyrion, yeah which is something that a lot of people have done in his life yeah. and i think he is going to not put up with it not put up with it which, which i think is good though because once again that just goes back to her character she's mm. not doing what's right she's doing what she wants her narrative to yes. be what yep. do i want what do i want me, me, whereas, me. yeah whereas yep. there's john saying we're all gonna die yeah and let's get all let's don't get on the same page here it doesn't matter want. what the fucking no. throne is you're probably not going to see that if we don't actually get our exactly. shit together there's going to be nothing to rule over if yeah. we're all dead so that's the thing that she still doesn't get it no she doesn't and she's she still actually, willing yeah she doesn't get it at all and, and she's, she's seen what they're facing but she's still she doesn't care yeah, she doesn't care. It's she's, about she's all about getting Cersei off that throne. She's yeah. obsessed. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like almost, and she does discuss this a little bit soon, but I almost feel like this diversion is possibly because okay, so she says that it's her love for John. Yeah. But I almost feel like it's not so much that. It's more I need to pacify this situation. Yeah. Um, so I can get more people on board and we can really go all yes. in together. I still feel like she's always got her end game she does. in mind. Yep. It's never about what is the right thing to do by everyone. At the crux of it, she's yep. actually quite selfish. Yes, and she yeah. always has been. Yeah, she yeah, has. she always has been. She has. Uh, we have a little scene, which is very cute and a little bit flirty, um, between Arya and Gendry. Yeah. So Ar- uh, Gendry is making his weapons and uh, Arya comes in and says, where's my wish? And he says, um, I'll get to it when I finished making these other weapons, which are dragon glass weapons for other people who will fight. And she asks about White Walkers. And essentially it gets to the point where Gendry says, they are death. Yeah. And she picks up the little uh, dragon glass daggers and she says, I know death. He has many faces. Yeah. I look forward to seeing this one. Yeah. All the while she's throwing these daggers and they are hitting a pole within millimetres of each yeah. other. And Gendry is watching in awe. And uh, this is the moment where he realises bitches learn some skills yeah, while she's, she's away. Yeah. She's not fucking around. She's not a spoiled brat just demanding she's weapons. Absolutely not. She knows what she's doing. 
and um, she says something like, make me my weapon, and he says, I'm on, oh, it. I'm on it. Yeah. So he does that straight away. It's a very, it's a cute little scene. I like that one. Yeah, and it leads to stuff later on it as does. well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bran and Jamie meet up at this point, and they're basically discussing... Um, their drama what happened back in uh season one and bran explains that um he's no longer bran he's not bran um if jamie hadn't done what he did by pushing him out of the tower uh he wouldn't be who he is now and he needs to be who he is now and basically everything is spokes on a wheel and yeah, it's all it was, falling yeah, into it place was meant it's to meant to be um and he says like he's not he doesn't hate jamie he doesn't hate anyone um he says that he isn't going to tell anyone what happened mm -hmm. with jamie because if if he did they would murder jamie and, and they need him and to they fight. need him to fight um and to that jamie says well what about afterwards and bran says um how do you know there is an afterwards yeah which is very interesting because he's supposed to be able to see snippets of the future the present yeah. and the past so maybe he hasn't been able to see beyond the um the battle yeah and that's possible and i think that's probably makes a lot of sense because later on he creates a plan yes and there's a lot of doubt in the sort of community saying that it I don't like it doesn't seem like it's going to go to plan. Plan, yes. Um, and I speculate with Bran saying this, like we don't know that there's going to be an afterwards. It it could mean lots of things. It could mean everyone dies. Yeah. Could mean Bran but, dies. Yeah. It could mean Jamie um, dies. Jamie dies. Like we don't we don't know exactly what it means, but it means someone's going to die. Of course, there's a <laughs> basically, battle. Basically, basically. Um, then we have Tyrion and Jamie. Um, having a moment where they're discussing Cersei and Tywin. Um, and this is this sort of leads into another scene. Basically, Tyrion mentions that Cersei won't be able to murder him because he's not around Cersei. Yeah. But the reason I wrote this down as a note was because it made me think straight away to Bronn yes. with the crossbow. Yeah. And I thought that is absolutely going to come back yes. and be a potentially a sad thing. I just hope Tyrion doesn't die. Well, I think it's going to it's going to show Bronn's character. I think so. And I think also if you think of Lannisters and how they operate, yeah. Um they just outbid each other. They do. So you don't know what that's going to actually entail. No, that's right. So it could be that he comes back and he's like, your sister wants me to kill you. Yeah. Um, what's your price? What's your price? <laughs> yeah, it could, yeah. It, it could, could very be. well be it that. It could be. But yeah. it just shows that, you know, I think he, ha I think Tyrion has too much faith in his sister. I agree. I feel it's like. kind of sad. Yeah. I think it could the, be his downfall. Yeah. And I think the family ties that he's had, um, even though he hates his sister and, you know, hates a lot of things about their family, he still. It's almost like he's got a blind spot yeah. for what they're going to do because he always expects them to do 
okay, maybe not the right thing, but at least not the completely worst yes. thing. Now, while Tyrion is saying this about Cersei not being able to murder him, Jamie is actually meant to be engaging in conversation, but he's distracted. And he's actually looking over the other side of the courtyard at the yeah. beauty Yes. Next we see uh, Jamie talking to Brienne and um, uh, they're watching Pod fight and Jamie says, oh, Yeah, because Pod's back. Pod's back. We love yeah. Pod. Um, and he's looking so much older. Oh, and, oh. he does. I know. Yeah. And it's he's so not much a kid. more mature. He's not a kid he's not anymore. He's not a little kid anymore. Yeah, he's not a little kid. Um, and Jamie says, you know, he's a good fighter and Brienne says he's getting there or something like that. And um, then Jamie goes on to ask about... Uh, she's going to be leading a specific part of um, the army and he asks her about it and she talks about uh, her plans for how she is going to protect what she needs to protect with her small army. And uh, she gets a bit annoyed at him. She's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean, what am I doing? She's like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> We've never gone this long without you having to dig at me. And he's like, do you want me to? She's like, no. He's like, good. Yeah. It's cute. <laughs> it was a very cute moment. Yeah. And then basically he... Um, Asked to fight under her. Yeah. He eats a piece of humble pie and he says... You know, you're amazing and I... I don't have a hand. I don't have a hand and uh, I want to I want to fight under you. I want yeah. I want to be, you know, which under is your like, leadership. Which is almost like the he's done a 180 because, has, yeah. you know, back in the day, people... He would never fight under anyone. No, absolutely he was like, not. Yeah. And he used to mock her for being a, a woman who, you know, carried a sword and things yeah. like that. So... Um, that was a really, that was a nice moment. And I, I feel like this was a part of the episode where you started to see these really heartwarming yes. um, moments between yeah. characters. And it, it wasn't necessarily like what they were saying or what they were doing, but it was just this vibe that it had. It was so... It was, there was almost a peaceful vibe. Yeah. And I, I feel like what it was was... Episode one was, okay, we're all back together. We've been yeah. thrown in this pot. Haven't seen you for a long time. I'm either begrudgingly here or we've got some, you know, issues between us mm. or whatever it might have been. And people are a little bit cold and a little bit like, I don't want to let you in because you've hurt me or yeah. whatever it might be. And then it's almost like people finally click into gear and they go, Shit. That's not what's we're, important. Yeah, we're we need, fighting yeah. here for the same cause yeah. and we are all in it together yeah. and they sort of just let go yeah. of let whatever, bygones be bygones. Yeah, whatever issues they've each had. Other. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just sort of they're sort of at peace with a yes, lot of things. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was really well like the music, probably the atmosphere, probably even the way they filmed the scenes and the words used and facial expressions, like the actual acting, I think it all just came together really beautifully. It was very heartwarming and soft, and yeah. it was like a big hug. Yeah, that it episode was. was like a big hug. Um, next, we uh, we see another ep uh, scene with Daenerys and Jorah, and Jorah is basic. Look to sum it up, he says, "Stop being a cunt to Tyrion," um, and she asks Jorah flat out. You want me to forgive the man who stole your position. Ugh. Now, they're talking about 
being hand, hand of, of the, the queen. Yeah. yeah. And um, Jorah is like, yes, forgive him. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, he's he's a good man. He's he's done good things for you. He, he's yes. helped you. He's loyal. Now, Tyrion didn't steal that position. No. She gave it to him. Yeah, because Jorah was had his illness. Yes. And once again, this is what Daenerys does. Yes. She uses someone, casts them aside yes. when she's angry at them or upset at them yep. or they're not good enough. And then she just embraces the next person that falls at her feet. Yes. And now she's trying to put them like against each against other. Against each other. Fucking rude. She's but she's, she's, she's the worst. not a good ruler she's and not. I'm gonna say, like we haven't done podcasts about Game of Thrones before but whenever I talk Game of Thrones talk to friends, mm. they always like, oh, and Daenerys is great. I'm like, no, no she's, she's not. not. She's actually the worst leader. She's so, like, narrow-minded. She is basically a mad king. Yeah. She's, she's just a really, really young one yeah. who hasn't had the ability to go completely mad yet. She's, she's cre- creating her own madness in the fact that she is so self-absorbed and... She gets her own way. She's a selfish ruler. Yeah. I almost feel like, and not, okay, there's only a couple of parallels here, but I feel like she's almost like the Donald Trump. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) I want it my way. And she's got one policy. Yeah. She's got, she, okay. Her policy is that she wants to rule the seven kingdoms. Yes. And she wants to free the slaves. Yes. It's almost like, I want to become president and I want to build a wall. Yeah. It's like, she just has two things <laughs> oh that she God, wants to it's do. Oh my God, so true. And she, and this is a thing that I've never understood. She is so ruthless. It's like, she'll go into someone's town, totally destroy things and then get upset that they're upset that she's killed thousands of their yeah. people. That's exactly what she did in yeah. like Marine yeah. and stuff. And then she's like, oh, how dare they? And it's like, you went in and you killed thousands of their people mm-hmm. and you think that it's okay because they were slavers. And it's like, well, you know. Well, in that right, it's okay that Jamie killed her father. Correct. Like, because he was going to do something bad exactly right. as well. Exactly right. But she's just so narrow-minded. Yeah. She is. And she, she really is. she will manipulate people to get what she wants. And that's why I've always thought... Ever since she hooked up with Jon Snow, I'm like, don't fuck up Jon Snow. No. Because he is so honourable. He's a mini Ned Stark, even yeah. though he's the nephew. Yeah. Cool, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's so honourable and you are the absolute opposite. Yeah. You were just narrow-minded and selfish. But the worst part is she doesn't, doesn't even see it. She no, she doesn't. She doesn't even see that no, she absolutely has an not. issue, which means she's not, she's not even going to have the ability to change that about herself if she wants to. No, she's not self-aware at, least at all. with Cersei, Cersei knows she's Yeah, she knows. She and knows she's, she's like, a, and she's I like I'm cool it. with it. Yep. So for me, it's all I expect from Cersei. Whereas I look at Daenerys and I'm like, she doesn't even realise that she's a fucking nutbag. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> realise that her shit stinks as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whereas Cersei is like, yeah, I swim in shit and that's how my dad taught exactly. me. Exactly. I like, eat shit for breakfast. I eat shit for breakfast, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, so Cersei is well aware of how cunning and ruthless she is. And when people try to talk her down, she's like, no, this is the way I'm doing it. And I'm going to happily deal with the consequences. And she does. Like, she's an arsehole as well. But Daenerys is pushing this idea that I am the rightful queen and I am the best. And Well, in that argument, they killed your dad. 
got rid of your family, and now she's the rightful queen. Yeah. So who are you to t- retake the throne? That's right. So, yeah, I just feel like... She- and actually, like, overthrowing a that's a how throne. you. That's, that's how you. That's exactly how that you become still in power. Makes them, like yeah. a rightful queen. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, and she did her. She did her dash with Baratheon. She had to deal with him and then kill him off, and then you know, yeah. like she she worked her way to the she throne. Did. All right. She did. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, I just feel like the fact that um, Daenerys won't even admit that you kind of go, well, why are you the rightful? That's queen. Yeah, and that's probably my biggest issue with Danny. Like I don't, you know, I, I have no problem with women being ruthless and cunning and all that stuff in the show. I actually think it, it's quite interesting to watch, but I, I feel like she doesn't even realize how bad she is. And that's what really pisses me off about her. But that might be the tendency that she's like, she's her father's daughter yeah. and she is a mad queen. Yeah. That, that's, that that's might be the I'm, thing. Yeah. 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 So at least Cersei isn't, she's a bitch of a queen, but she owns it and she's and like, she this knows. is how I'm going to survive. Yeah. Um, and people hate me, but fuck, fuck them. them. I'm doing yeah. it for me and I'm doing it for my family yeah. and you can all get fucked. It's not fucked. about you, it's about me. Correct. Yeah. Whereas Daenerys is like, oh, I'm, I'm, it's She's all so, about everyone yeah. until you cross me or you talk down to yeah. me and then you're dead She's to self-righteous. me. She's self-righteous. Next we have a little scene with Daenerys and Sansa. And this... To me, this screams Daenerys waving a white flag. Yes. She comes and talks to Sansa about things that they have in common. And they connect on a girl level. They do. Yeah. It's a girl level. Um, And basically, you know, Sansa is quite nice to her during this this scene. Um, And, you know, they talk about... John loving her and her loving John and all this stuff. It's very cute and lovely, lovely. You think, oh, maybe they will be friends. And then Sansa, um, she asks what will happen to the North. What will happen to the North after um, Danny takes the throne? And um, basically Daenerys is like, I, th- I think she sort of tries to fob it off a little bit. And Sansa stands her ground. She says, no, we fought to take the North back. Yeah. And we're not giving it up. Yeah. We swore we wouldn't give it up. And Daenerys at this point has her hand on Sansa's hand on the table. And And then she removes it. She quickly takes it away. And And the warmth is gone. The warmth is gone. But can I just backtrack a little bit? In that scene as well, I think it's important because Sansa raises concern that John loves her and will be manipulated by Daenerys. Whereas Daenerys turns it around and this is the warm moment where they're having the girly kind of mushy talk where she said, John came to me to ask for me to fight. Yeah. You know, in the north against these monsters, and, and I didn't here even care. I am. Yeah, here I am. And who's, who's the, the one right being thing. manipulated? And we have so much in common. Yeah, yeah. And then Sansa's like, "Yeah, we do have a lot in common. I'm not going to back down either." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I think at that point, Daenerys realizes that the manipulation techniques that she has been using for so many years and that have been succeeding for her yeah, she are can see, falling on deaf ears. San- Sansa can see right through it, but yeah. I think it also shows this is the one moment where she sort of admits that she loves yes. John yeah. and that she didn't do this because 
she thought it was the right thing to no, do. She's, she's doing it because love. she loved him. Whether or not that's true or not, don't know. We will eventually yeah. see. Again, this could be a manipulation could, tactic. It could be yeah. exactly right. But I just liked that Sansa stood her ground and was like, "Nah, bitch." I loved that. Yeah. I yeah. really loved that about Sansa, and I felt like, you know, I think Sansa has become a little bit cold. Yes. Um, and absolutely rightly so, but. She, look, she redeems herself in just one second because um, she's interrupted. Mm. And they go out into uh, one of the halls. Theon is there. Yes. Oh, it's so sweet. Oh, my God. I cried. I cried. I think that's the sweetest reunion. This was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So Theon tells Daenerys that... His sister has sailed back to the Iron Islands and yeah. she is going to try and take it back. So there is a safe place for them to flee to if they have to, with the theory being that uh, White Walkers can't walk over water um, unless it's frozen. That's um, true. They could easily fr- freeze the water and yes. walk over it. Um, but and, oh well. <laughs> it's a good idea Look, anyway. in theory. Plus, it's, it's, it's a plan D. They've it's got fine. a big frozen dragon, so, you know, they're yeah. fucked anyway. Yeah. But... It's okay. We don't have to worry about that. That's next episode's issue or later. Um, but he turns to Sansa and he says, I want to fight for Winterfell. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's finally redeeming himself. He is redeeming yeah. himself. And San- you can see it in Sansa's face. She's so glad that he is back. He literally helped yeah. save her life yeah and and he he, did, probably at his lowest moment as well absolutely like he was a really was a broken, broken man guy. yeah yeah and he dug deep and he did the right thing yeah to save her when he was absolutely down in the shit and she was down in the shit they were fucked and at yeah. the end of this moment he said right i will sacrifice myself mm-hmm. for you so you can survive yeah and it was beautiful when he did that and having them put, come back together, I cried. Yeah, that's When so she sweet. hugged him, I was just like, oh, my God. And actually, I'm going to just jump forward a little bit. Yeah. There's a montage later in this particular episode where there's some singing and they're yeah, just yeah. showing some people and they're having together. Dinner. They're, having, they're eating they're together. They're having dinner together yeah. and they make eye contact. And you know what I thought? They make a great couple. Oh, <laughs> no, that could happen. Could. No, it that was... was really sweet though. But it also in that montage where they're having dinner, like they're out in like, they're outside yes. um, with like all of the soldiers, all the soldiers yeah. that are eating yeah. and she's there with her people and she's like smiling at him. And um, yeah, it's really sweet. But I think it also shows that even though she is, very, very cold and yeah. very hardened. They're still beautiful, yeah. warm, and lovely. The, the people that she trusts, she trusts wholeheartedly. Yeah. And then the people that she she doesn't, she has every right to not trust Absolutely. them. Absolutely. She's I definitely coming out to be agree. what Arya said. She's definitely coming out to be like one of the smartest, one of the smartest characters. characters. Yeah. I agree. We then have a montage of people prepping for the fight to come. And um, John and... 
everyone has banded together and they're in like a, a war room basically they've got the table set out with a map of winterfell and all that stuff and um john basically says that killing the night king is the best way to yes. end this because so he's created all the, all white, of the walkers. white walkers so if you kill him they, they all fall, fall. Yes. yes and um bran says that he's going to draw him out now they have a theory that the Night King is going to hide away so that he can't be killed straight away and wipe out his whole army. Um, but Bran says he wants me. Yeah. He wants to wipe me out because if you um, if you get rid of men, you get rid of their story. And because Bran is able to like see the past and the future and what's happening, no stories can be forgotten with him, yeah. essentially, while he's around. So... And his and the theory is that the Night King's um, motivation is to create darkness. Yes, yeah, correct. That it's an eternal winter. Yeah, like yeah. It, pretty much an eternal death. Yes, yeah. Um, whereas death is there's no memories, there's yeah. no stories, people are forgotten. Yeah. But with Bran still there, he's almost like his um, nemesis. That yes. like what they're trying to do or what they stand for are the complete, complete opposites. opposites. Yes. So. Because the Knights King branded Bran, yeah. um, they can both see where each other are is at any time. At any point yes. in time. So the plan is that Bran is going to be out in the open in the Godswood to draw the Night King out. Yeah. Now, whether this plan goes to plan or not will remain to be seen but it's game of thrones it's game of thrones. so it's probably not yes no it's not um but we get another really beautiful moment where theon is redeeming himself and he says that he will defend bran with the ironborn and um then tormund states that they will all die but at least we will die together and he looks at brienne when he says this and there is a <laughs> a very oh it's like a little glint in her eye it's like it's like she's coming around there was she's a moment though around. i think it was was it episode 1 or was it episode 2 when he asked is the is, is the, 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 the big, big lady here yeah. yeah it was it was uh episode 1 no that. actually it was episode 2 and it's towards the start um when oh maybe it is episode it doesn't matter it's when they're coming back from yeah, yeah. um being in the mm, the that, tentacle place yes the tentacle place um and he said it's such you if you're not paying attention you'll miss it but it camera zooms in on his face and yeah. he turns around he's looking directly at the camera and he says is the big woman here <laughs> and then it like cuts away from I love him it. it's so i love good. that so much he is absolutely he fabulous is hilarious. but they had another little moment there where i was like oh she's coming yeah. around yeah something's happening it's gonna be a love triangle Tom yes. and jamie yeah and Brienne. Now, everyone goes off from there, and uh, Bran is still in the war room, and Tyrion stays with him, and he says, uh, tell me your story, and Bran says, it's a long story, and Tyrion pulls up a chair, and he says, um, if only we if were, only stuck, we're in a, stuck in a, a castle, castle with nothing to do or yeah, something. Yeah, on a, in the middle of winter or something, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and um, then the camera like cuts away so which would be interesting though because i'm curious because bran doesn't seem to tell his story 
much. No. Um, it's like we've seen snippets of it through his journey, but even then it's a pretty confusing story. It is, yeah. Um, so I would love to know what he then passes on to Tyrion. To Tyrion, yeah. Like, what he that, feels is the most important I think, information. I think that's going to be – that's going to come back up. Yeah, I think it will going as well. to change things. I don't think that they would have shown that particular no. scene, and they did give it some importance yeah. um, if it wasn't going to be relevant. Correct. Yeah. Next, we have a another cute scene. God, this whole fucking episode is just cute as a button. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's Grey Worm and Missandei. Yeah, they 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 this like they've always had a thing, they and have. you know, I just thought that this is a cute scene that probably didn't need to be there, but yeah. I feel like it's trying to just show love. Not yeah, show love and show sol- solidarity, but also they talk about. What's going to happen after, after, the, yes. after the war? However, I think their agreement for after the war is interesting. Yeah. Because Grey Worm leads Daenerys's unsullied army. Yep. And he said, what is here for you? Like, yep. don't you want to see other things? And yep. Sandai says, I want to go home to Nah. Yeah. And he says, then I'll take you. And, and she said, but we're peaceful people. Yeah. And we can't defend ourselves. Yep. And he said... Well, we're not. I'll we'll oh, come and we'll protect defend you. you. Yeah. Yes. So essentially, what he's saying there is, I he's a, a okay. He's meant to be a free man. He's not a slave, yep. so he doesn't have to stay with Daenerys. But essentially, what he's saying is, I will leave my queen for you. Yeah. And I think if it ever came to him telling Daenerys she's going to lose that the he's leaving, she would lose her. Shit, Which, Mad King style, burn them all. Well, it's also going to be quite ironic because she's all about freeing the slaves. Yes, and then all of a sudden, a, a slave who's been freed wants to go and pursue his own life, yep. and she's going to cut sick at him and possibly even take away his freedom. So clearly, it shows that he's feels like after all these battles, which I think is 100% correct, yeah, he's paid his dues, yeah, yeah, and he wants to go live his life in a peaceful way. Yeah. And I think that it's possibly going to cause tension or it might not even come to fruition. It might not. It might not. But it just shows that, okay, Daenerys maybe isn't the leader that people want to follow until she dies. Correct. Yeah. It's, he's done what he feels like he, he owes her. Yeah. And then he wants to move on. He wants to leave. Yeah. With his little lover. Yeah. Which is totally fair. And Missandei, like, she has stuck by Daenerys' side through thick and thin. And she seemed pretty willing to go as well. Yeah. Could you imagine? Shit. Daenerys would be like, fucking where'd my handmaiden go? Yeah. Who's going to wash my toes? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's oh, going to braid my hair? Yeah. Yeah. She does have fancy braids. He, she does, doesn't she? <laughs> All right, let's go into the Great Hall where we've got Tyrion, Jamie, Pod and Brienne show up. Yep. Followed by Tormund and Davos. So they're all sitting by the fire. They are, yeah. Uh, having a drink. Yes. Sort of, let's say, decompressing. Yeah. Before, oh, because they've been told by this point that the White Walkers will be coming before Dawn. Dawn. Yes. Yeah. So they're all on high alert yeah. that we either get some sleep, get prepared, yeah. have a drink, have a drink <laughs> yeah. because 
we're going to have to fight in the next yeah. couple of hours. And we might die. These yeah. might be our last hours. Yes. Um, now, Tormund comes in and he spots Jamie and he says, you're the king killer. And Jamie's like, yeah, yeah. some people call me that, I suppose. And he says, they call me Giant's Bane. <laughs> Do you want to know why? And oh How my can you say no to God. that? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this scene of him telling this story sums up torment <laughs> to a t he is so funny so if but you... you love how he also grabs a chair and just like with <laughs> with like reckless like strength he's just like Yoink. just yoinks it and yeah. just like drags on the ground he's like i don't care fuck yeah. this shit fuck i'm gonna sit chair. down and i thought tell he was story. gonna break the chair oh, it would have been even laugh. funnier made me... he's just like fuck it i don't care about this shit let me drag this fucking chair <laughs> He's brilliant. That was so good. Oh, God. So he basically says, um, when I was 10, I killed a giant. I went and jumped in his wife's bed. She woke up and she suckled me at her teeth for three months. She thought I was a babe. And that's how I got so strong. (laughs) Giant's milk. Yeah, and he starts guzzling guzzling a beer. And Brienne is watching him and, like, it's all running down his face. She's almost watching with, like, curiosity and disgust. (laughs) Yes. She's just like, what the actual fuck is that? There's another moment where I can't remember what he said to instigate um Brienne saying this but he said something and she says I'm glad that you're here and then she stumbles over her words and she's like I mean I'm glad that you're here to fight for yeah, yeah like yeah, she's yeah. it's almost like she's hyper aware that she can't be too nice to him yeah. because he adores yeah, her yeah he wants to have babies yeah. with a big woman <laughs> Funny he's though. brilliant. He's such a good character. They've made him so good in the in the in this show. Yeah, I think they just yeah. picked him so well. It was either that they were I don't know if one of the comments that he made was either that it might be their last night together oh, or that's right. something like it that. It was because yeah. it had a little bit of a romantic undertone yeah, to yeah. what he was saying and the way that she responded yeah. to it. I think you're right. Yeah. It was something like this might be our last night yeah. together. Because yeah. he, he does pull out those, like at least we're do, we're fighting together. Yeah, or yeah. we're going to die, but at least we're going to die together. together. Yeah. yeah, he pulls out yeah. these sort of like semi-sweet but also like – Sort of sad at the same time, sort of lines. Which yeah, it's he's quite a funny he dude. Is. He's, he's a great. funny dude. Um, then we sort of jump around a little bit. Now, Arya. Do we have the song yet? No, when, that's oh, coming. coming I know. We'll get to it. Don't you worry. <laughs> we'll go a little bit of, of jumping around. Um, Arya has a moment with the Hound. Yes. Um, and it is a very, very short. I, I didn't feel a lot of love with this. It did surprise me. Um. Look, it was I, almost clinical in the way that they spoke to each other. I expected the hound to drop the C-bomb or something. Yeah, yeah he was <laughs> yeah. the best at dropping he the was. C-bomb. There was oh. one episode where he says it about 12 oh, I times. Loved, that was my favourite episode with him in it. He was like, you cunts or whatever it was. I just like, yeah! He says it. I loved him so much. It was an you episode dirty cunts or something. he talks about eating chickens. Like, if you don't <laughs> shut your cunt mouth, I'm going to have to eat every motherfucking chicken in here. And then Ari ends up killing people with oh, yeah. yeah it was great, uh, the, it was great. The, 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 yeah I look I missed the time where he dropped a lot of yeah, C bombs because 
That really, I don't Look, know, I found him very endearing. I honestly think, I remember, and we're going a little bit off topic here, but that episode where he said the C word so many times, I think that was a bit of a fan favourite. And yeah, it won't it surprise me if in one of the episodes this season we get yeah. to see, like, every so. time he makes a, a yes. like, a an appearance on screen he drops a sea bum i hope I'll i hope be, i'll I be hope. there drinking shots for that one yes be i hope if i if i end definitely... up in hospital please visit me that's why i've got <laughs> such a fond memory of him yes yeah i really love him but also he is a bit like jamie in the fact that he goes i did what i had to do to get shit done i did what i was obligated to do but now i am yeah doing what I feel is the right thing to do. Yeah, and I think the small chat with Aria, like, I feel like the person that is cold in that instance is her. I agree, yeah. So he, you know, he made a comment like, you used to never you shut never up. You never used to shut the fuck up. Yeah, and now, and you, now you don't nothing. say anything. Yeah. And she's like, I guess I've changed. changed. Yeah. And um, she made some comment about not fighting for something. Oh, yeah. And when was the last time you didn't fight for yourself? And he responded with, I fought for I you. I fought for you, yeah. yeah. So I feel like there was a moment there. Yeah. I just don't think it was portrayed as warmly as other moments. I agree. Moments. And I think in that episode of Beautiful Warmth, it felt a bit cold. Yes, but yeah. I think it was supposed to deliver the same effect. Yeah. But because... Oh, and yeah. something important about this scene is Beric Dondarrion comes along yes. and interrupts. Yes. And the Hound asks her, was he on your list? And she yes. says, yes, for a little while, but so was he. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is essentially Arya completely writing them off her list. Yes. This is the peace moment yes, potentially yes. that's what i took from it when beric come in and he asked about the list yes. and i was like ah oh, okay. yeah and i think i think that's what all of this is about yeah. it's like they had these characters had such negative interactions yeah. um and you know there was such hard feelings about people that have done certain things to other family members and whatever it might have been um but now they're just like we're putting all that aside yeah. because it's not important. it's not important anymore no. and no. i've grown you've grown you, and if we you... need to talk about it more yeah. we can do it after we're all not dead yeah and i yeah. feel like they like those could be disposable characters i think they probably um, are a lot of people are saying that uh, the Hound will survive because of Cleganebowl. Okay, yes. So people are predicting Look, that he I, will... That, I had a little butterfly of hope. Yeah. Because I don't want him to die. I really yeah. love his character. But I feel like we're going to see Arya and the Hound on the battlefield. Yes. Helping Together. each other out. Yes, yes. 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 I'm I very think, excited yeah, about that. I think they're going to... Yeah. And Okay, this is going to sound really weird, but there are a lot of parallels with this episode mm. and the Lord of the Rings. Okay, And I yeah. know that you don't watch Lord of the Rings. No, I've but... only seen... Actually, I've seen them all. But there, there are a few moments, like the Lord of the Rings gives that same warm vibe. Yes. And there is a moment where um, two characters, I won't go into detail, but they have like a death count thing. They're yes, like one, yeah, two, yes, three, yes, yeah. and they're like competing. So it's yeah. almost like they're competitors, but then they become friends. They're friends as well. And I yeah. feel like that's going to be the same thing. It wouldn't surprise me if we start seeing going, how many have you killed? Yeah. I've killed 1,000. Yes. I've killed yeah. 552, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, and then the singing reference as well, which comes up later, yes. is so Lord of the Rings, yes. it's not funny. I was like, wait, wait, am I watching 
the Lord of the Rings where Pip is singing in, in Return of the King. I yeah. was just like, oh, wait, wait, what the fuck? What's happening? Yeah, so was that even Return of the King or was that Two Towers? Whatever. But, you know, I, I feel like there were so many parallels to where you can tell movies, that George yeah. R. R. Martin was heavily inspired yes, by Lord, by of, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because yeah. there was – this was like – and people are saying that this is building up to the Battle of Helm's Deep, oh, which okay. is in Two Towers. Yeah. It is sort of like the moment where – you know they're getting prepared, and they're you know the friends are uniting, and yeah. and and yeah, people I've heard are referencing episode three uh, for um, Lord of the Rings, Game or, of Thrones, yeah. as being Helm's Deep okay. because it's the same. Like there's so many parallels right. with the two properties at this point in time. Yeah, the um pretty much the this episode, this warm, fuzzy, you know, there's stuff going on, and you're preparing, and you're stressed, but you know. We're all in it together. That is Lord of the Rings yeah. feeling to a T. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, it was good. Yeah. Well, it was... <laughs> I like it more than Hayley, but that's fine. Yeah. I've only, <laughs> look, I've only watched it once and I had to rewatch the last episode or the last movie. Yeah. Like twice. So I saw the start of it twice because I fell asleep. It's fair. Soz. Uh, they're long. Don't blame me. That's my least favorite one. It's Now, fine. Aria says, fuck you, cunts, I'm off. Yeah, because you're boring the bat shit out of me, and I'm yep. not sitting here freezing my ass off with you two. Um, she goes off inside, and Gendry comes and finds her and says, "Here's your wish." She goes, "All right, mate, I got one more. Got another wish." And this is the moment where we all watch our little lady turn into a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so she pretty much rec- she asks him. Well, firstly, he admits that he's the bastard son of he Baratheon. Did yes, and she was a bit. Taken aback. Yeah. She was like, what? What? Shit. <laughs> I thought she was special. Um, so she asks him how many people she, he'd slept mm. with. And um, it's her way of saying that before I possibly die, yeah. I also want to yeah. have sex. Will you do What's me the honour? Yeah. Four, let's make it. Five. Yeah, yeah. So um, there is a scene where they get it on yeah. and she says that she's not quite the red woman. Yeah, take your own pants off. Yeah, take yeah. your own pants off. We see some, not nudity, but no. alluding to it. And they get it on. They do get I it on. I just kept thinking, it's fucking cold there. Yeah, They're not I even know. near a fireplace. No. And I'm like, if a battle has to happen, how many like layers of clothes do they then have to rush and put, put on? on. Plus like, armor. Just, just take like, the pants off. Just take the pants off, guys. No, it's all right. No, I like, know. Just look. I'm sure up. Gendry loves a little bit of booby action, but there's a time and a place, no. sweetheart. Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure if the middle of a war is the time or the place. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I will say there was um, there was some uproar with that scene. I think really? some people, yeah, some people were really like mm, triggered by that, and I think a lot of people who were like found it jarring were saying i look at aria as a child yes well i watched this with two guys Mm. and there were comments not like guy comments but there were comments going this feels wrong how old is she yeah and i looked it up she's 22 yeah in real life she's 22 yeah so like nothing Untoward has happened, but here. she's very in, petite. She's, she's tiny, short, and she looks and she looks very young. young. Yeah. yeah. Um. In the movie or in the series, she would be eighteen at this stage. Yeah. Um. And I think another factor, like you know, 
yes, she looks young. She's very petite, quite short. Another factor is we literally have watched her from since like, she a was tiny like yeah. little, a little girl. Well, yeah, and, if it's been ten years, it yeah. would have been since she was eight. Yes, yeah. So I can understand people still viewing her, viewing as, her that, as a little girl. Yeah. yeah, but I think they've tried to break out of that by showing how how much of a ruthless killer well, she is. Well, they showed her drinking like readily with yeah. the hound yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah killing people yeah. and doing what needs to be done. But that's all right. Done. Kids that's killing right. people are fine. No, Having sex. Fine. Oh, Drinking wine. That's all good. It's fine. The it's sexy right. times, no. No, no sexy no. times. <laughs> so we've got to go back to the Great Hall now. Yep. And we have some pretty cry-worthy moments. Um, they decide that Brienne should be a knight, essentially. Yes. So... Someone refers to her as Sir Brienne, Brienne, yeah. and then they were like, "Oh, sorry, lady." And then there was a discussion about why women can't be knights. Correct. Yeah. And um, that's where Tormund said, "If I become king, or if I'm ever king, yeah, I'll knight you." Yeah. And um, Jamie steps in to say, "You don't need a king, a king to knight someone. A, a knight, knight can, can knight someone it. else." And he pretty much said, "Come on." And he goes through it. It's a very touching moment. Um, she gets tears in her eyes. I think originally it sort of looks like she's like, oh, yeah. all right, Jamie. Yeah. And then it got to a point where she's like, wait, this actually means a lot to me. Because yeah. she sh- like sort of um, shrugs it off as being, oh, I never wanted to be a knight anyway. Yeah, like, she did. Yeah, but, but she, it meant she a lot to her. She wanted to be a yeah. knight. It meant a lot to her. It was essentially like it was her life's goal yes to do this honorable thing yeah. and it was always associated with you know being a knight and she couldn't because she's a woman so basically it's now being bestowed upon her and she is overwhelmed yeah. with emotion yeah. and it's it's really beautiful and i think it's also really touching that it's coming from jamie absolutely yeah. it was just so perfect Arise, Sir Brienne. Yeah. And knight, uh, knight of the Seven Kingdoms, I think yeah. he said. And, oh, <laughs> oh, and um, then Tyrion's like, sing a song, someone. Sing yeah, a song. someone sing a song. And everyone's just like, nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> I, who did he look at first? He looked at someone and they're looking at him and they're just shaking their head like, no, no. 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 Um, Tormund was like, no, nah, mate, you don't want it from me. And yeah. Brienne's like, I can't sing. And um, Pod yeah. just starts singing out of nowhere. He starts doing a pip moment of, of Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, so he sings a lovely song and that's where you see the montage of people, yeah. what they're doing before they're getting ready for this yeah. battle. And it is like the Sansa and yeah. Theon having dinner and, you know, so, and also I believe Arya finishing up her beers. Yes. Yeah. Um, she was actually, I felt like this little montage was a little bit melancholy in that sense because Arya, I don't know, she had a look on her face, like a far away look. And I thought she either regrets what she's done or she's scared that she'll never be able to do it again. Or maybe she's copping the feels. Maybe. It's just like, oh, here's, a, here's a Baratheon. Ooh, swoon. <laughs> Who knows? But I think people were starting to, you know, go into the crypt. Yeah, they you were. Know, they were they starting were preparing. to prepare. Yeah, they yeah were there was a lot of preparing. Um, Missandei and Grey Worm share a kiss yeah. and like it, it's nice and I hope Tyrion and Sansa get married uh, not Tyrion um, Theon Theon I ship them fear 
I ship them he's a lot. Like, he sometimes goes on a ship. I know he does. <laughs> you can take her on a ship. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. Um, we're getting we're getting right to the end, and this is actually going to be the final scene, pretty much before the battle begins. Yes. And I think we're going to go straight into battle in episode yes. three. Um, but John is with Daenerys. And Ooh. he informs yeah, cause her. Yeah, because he's down in the crypt and he's yes. looking at his mother. Yes, Lyanna Stark. Yeah, and sh- and Daenerys asked who he's standing in front yes. of. Yes. And then he tells the story. Yes. Now, I think this is interesting because Danny, when, when she hears that it's Lyanna, she sort of starts to not make excuses for for um, saying, like, you know, uh, I thought my, was it her uncle or, like... um, Her brother. Rhaegar, or was it her brother? Okay, so she was saying, like, you know, I I I thought my brother was a good person. I heard rumours that he... He did this and did that. Raped your aunt, yes. And I... I think this is interesting that she brings this up when something looks bad on her behalf. See, I thought this was interesting, though, because I don't think that's something she would say. No. I don't think it's something that she would volunteer. Mm. I almost feel like it's just like, shit, we need to get this story out there. Yeah. It's right at the end. How do we get him to bring it up to her when he doesn't actually want to tell yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it was just a, let's get the script to help us out yeah, with this. potentially. You know, oh, yeah. Daenerys said this and John replied this. Like, I felt like it was just that because I don't think she would have volunteered no, that information about her brother. No, and that's why I thought it was so weird yeah, i was yeah. like this doesn't feel, it was just a it was just a plot doesn't feel authentic catalyst yeah, yeah that's what i felt yeah. it was um so he explains that that's actually not the case no and they got married in secret yes. and they had a child within wedlock um and etc etc and that he mm-hmm. is their baby yeah and she didn't take it particularly well no she actually she, did not. she actually got her sort of conspiracy panty panties yeah, on. she did she got a conspiracy hat and panty panties Aww. on and she was like well who told you this and he was saying you know bran and um sam and he's she's like oh, oh convenient your, yeah your, your brother and, and your best friend told you this of course they're going to say that so and then before it actually was resolved so the seed was planted yeah. and she did reference the fact that he is, that means he is the heir to the throne. Yes. And she said, you have a rightful claim, yes. which I yeah. thought was interesting words. Yeah. Because to me, I was like, oh yeah, she'd be ready to battle you out for that. You yeah. better watch out, bitch. Yeah. Exactly right. the second battle of the bastards. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, um, so it's sort of, that ha- that happened. Yeah. And then the horns started yes, blowing the horns started blowing to say that uh white work white walkers were approaching yes. so the horns of war so they didn't going. get to conclude their chat no but it is very evident that it is it has mm. sunk in the severity yes you can tell that she probably believes it yeah and just and this is where i think it's going to be interesting if we talk about predictions of the series so back in episode one where Sam tells John yep. and he pretty much mentions that he's worried about telling her or yep. whatever it might have been. Um, and Sam says, uh, 
it's the truth. You gave up your crown to save your people. Would she do the same? And I think this is the key point is that, okay, he has rightful heir to the throne and she's talking about getting her family back on the throne is she going to respect his rule over her yeah because even when in episode one where where she meets sansa and she then later says to john your sister doesn't like me Mm. um but she doesn't respect me as her queen and it's all about honor and position in power yeah is she going to respect john and you know, bow down, bow to down to him because and bend the knee to him. Exactly. I don't think she's going no, to. She wouldn't be able to because she's never really, she's never bent the knee to anyone. She's always, she's either been under someone else's power, yeah. brother, or she has been the power. Yes. And, you know, feeding people to her dragons. And I really don't think that she would just give let, it up. No. And although she's talked about, like, you know, it's the rightful, Targaryens are the rightful kings and queens, blah, blah, blah. When it comes to another Targaryen taking it, I don't think she actually wants that. But it's also funny, though, because she originally thought her brother was deserving of it. And Mm. then she saw that he wasn't, like, a true Targaryen and he wasn't um, immune to fire. Etc. Etc. So she sort of thought, no, I was the chosen one. But then she's got lover boy Jon Snow riding dragons. Mm-hmm. He's her equal. If yeah. not, he has more support. Her, yeah, he has. He has more support, and he's he can died and come back. Yeah, all yeah. she did was walk through a fire and not die. Yeah, <laughs> but he has. He's got more support. He does. And he can bring together both families to mm-hmm. fight the Lannisters. Yeah. So he's got way more sway and i don't think she's going to be able to eat humble pie no she will not no. that is not she no. wouldn't even know what humble pie is no she just She'll only eats golden pie exactly. pie she's a fucking she'll tell Tyrion it's all his fault yeah it's fair <laughs> it's fair but then we've got the battle yes begins the battle royal now they're saying it's going to be the whole episode yeah the whole episode's going to be a battle yeah and they're also saying it's going to be longer than uh the traditional one hour episodes well so is this podcast so sorry guys oh shit. but uh, you enjoyed it yeah <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up but yeah. one thing that we've seen um from the previews and whatnot is there's no mention of the night king no so we there's a lot of theories about what's going to happen but one theory is that Bran's plan uh, is not going to come to fruition. Correct. Mm. So he he thinks he sees everything, but so does the Night King almost. Yeah. So um, yeah, there might be a second battle or yeah. a second wave. Very Lord of the Rings mm. stuff happening. So interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yes. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed this uh, little episode of Dun 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 Dun. dun. Um, We will be back to do episodes three and four. If these become way too long, because the episodes are going to get longer as the season goes on, we might have to break them down per episode. We'll just play it by ear. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed it. I was going to say give it a thumbs up if you did. <laughs> and I was going to wave as well. But you can't see that. Look. Thank God we don't have to pose for a I thumbnail. I know. Oh, God. We look like. Okay. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll chat to you in the next one. Yes. All right. See you guys. Bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.